Welcome to the Making It Pod Course, a 30-day course for makers in business here on the Create and Thrive Podcast. I'm your teacher, Jess Van Den, and during the course, I'll be bringing you daily lessons on mindset, money, marketing, and business management to help you make it in the handmade business world. Every lesson is absolutely free here on the podcast, so make sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. If you want regular updates and reminders via email, head on over to makingitpodcourse.com to register, and you'll also get weekly lesson summaries. If you're enjoying the course, please do share it with your Handmade Biz community in Facebook groups you're part of, at markets, and share it on your Instagram feed or stories. Please tag me at Create and Thrive so I can come on over and say hello. And the hashtag for the course is hashtag making it podcourse. If you want to take your learning to the next level, you can join me for the daily course conversation with hundreds of other makers in my private membership community for makers, the Thriver Circle. Head on over to thrivercircle.com to find out more about that. So you ready? Let's do this. Hey there, Thrivers. Welcome to week two of the Making It Pod course. This week, I'm talking to you all about money. Last week was all about mindset, so I hope you got a lot out of that week. So today we're moving on, and your mindset, of course, does affect how you feel about money, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Before we get on to the more practical, nitty-gritty, bookkeeping type stuff, today I want to talk about your money story. But before we start, let's take a quote from my community. Growing up, we never had extra money outside of living. We had food and a home, but we were not well off. I'm 38 and have never risen above this level of living. It's like I can't or don't deserve or am not supposed to be able to have more money. If I have, I spend it, so it's gone. The struggle is what is comfortable. This is a pretty deep issue, but it's one that many people believe. We don't deserve it and can't keep it. It is a complete money mindset that I know it's possible to change with help and lots of time. So this is an example of a money story that this person has in their mind about money, the story they tell themselves about money. And we all have a money story. We all have a story that we've been taught uh, from our family, from our community, from our socioeconomic position, a story we've been told about money and our uh, relationship to it. And that's what I want to break down a little bit today, because the stories we tell ourselves about money have a huge impact on the success or not of our businesses, because if we don't value ourselves or our work, we often end up undercharging and damaging the prospects of growth in our business. And, you know, more than that, how you feel about and act towards money can have a huge impact on how you feel and the decisions and risks you take in both your life and your business. So let's talk, I'll share my own money story a little bit. You know, I grew up solidly working slash middle class. You know, my parents uh, owned their own home. Of course, it took them decades to pay it off with a mortgage, but hey, it was the goal. Uh, we, you know, we always had food to eat. The bills always got paid. And I always had this sense that, you know, we were doing okay, but we weren't wealthy. We never traveled. Um, I think, you know, we'd go camping occasionally or something or have a have a few days at the beach, but we never, 
you know, went any real distance. We never went overseas. It just wasn't a part of our lifestyle. Uh, Some of my other family members did. And I saw a disparity between, you know, our family, how we lived and how some of the other members of the extended family lived. For example, you know, my parents didn't believe in buying brand label clothing you know, I pretty much lived in hand-me-downs or op shop finds. And to this day, I'm not fussed about that sort of thing. So these are all kind of little aspects of the money story. While I never felt like we were wealthy, I always felt like we were comfortable. And that's kind of what I aspire to be in my own life now too. I don't have the dreams of, you know, having the fancy cars and yachts and Uh, constant travel or you know the big multiple houses or anything like that I just am comfortable with my own home which we now own outright and I think you know giving our ages we're doing pretty well for ourselves to do that in this day and age Uh, we have a car that we own outright you know we don't I don't like having debt Um, that's something that I like to minimize so you know all of these things are aspects of my own money story I always I also believe that I can make money Like I have confidence in myself that I am intelligent enough and um, confident enough that I can work out a way to make a living. And that's what ended up happening. You know, I always had a job, a part-time job or eventually a full-time job. I see the value in work and eventually worked out how do you become self-employed and, uh, you know, detach myself from having to rely on someone else's business or organization to give me money and instead I generate it myself and that to me has been a whole new level of freedom and I couldn't even imagine going back and having a job because I would feel like it was risky and it seems to be becoming more and more you know in the the modern climate it's no longer safe you don't have a job for life anymore and so by diversifying and working out ways to create your own income off your own bat it really is I think the safer and more sensible option in the long term. Not that there's anything wrong with having a job, uh, you know, and if I had to, I would absolutely. But I feel like it's more secure to be able to generate your own money through business ventures or side hustles. So I want you to think today about your money story. What do you believe about money? Is money good? Is it bad? Is it valueless and just a, you know, a method of exchange? Is money easy to come by or is it hard to get? Is it always lacking or always available? And is it a reflection of your worth as a human being, how much money you have? You may bulk at that idea, but I think a lot of us have internalized this idea that if you're rich, you're better somehow. And it's obviously nonsense. (laughs) The amount of money you are worth doesn't reflect on your value as a human being and whether you're a good person or a bad person. But we internalize those sorts of stories. So those are all ways that you can think about money. And you have to kind of get clear on, you may never have thought about this before, what your money story is and what you tell yourself about money. Um, you know, and what is this influenced by? It's influenced by your upbringing. You know, how, man, how much money your parents had or didn't have. Was it available? Was it something that was always struggled for? How did your parents manage their money? Your family manage their money? Were they... Uh, conservative with it did they think carefully about purchasing decisions or did they just spend indiscriminately run up a credit card bill Uh, which which way did it go and has that then influenced the way that you spend money or have a relationship with money 
you know, the community and even the country you grew up in, depending on the sort of the, the laws and the governments and the way that they approach money could have an influence on that as well. Um, you know, how your partner thinks about money, if you're in a relationship, especially a, a marriage or a committed relationship where money can be a huge source of stress and tension, if you have different money stories, if you have different money stories that don't align, that can be a big problem. You know, where one person just spends money and the other person likes to save money, things like that. I was lucky enough or wise enough or just happened to. <laughs> Uh, marry someone whose money story aligns very well with mine I wouldn't say happen to because that was a choice you know these are things that I think you need to discuss with somebody if you are going to legally bind your life to them Uh, you know Nick and I knew that we had the same money story or a similar enough money story that we had the same financial goals and uh, in life you know he didn't want to be rich either you know he's not fussed with you know, fancy things um, or brand names or any of those things. So we're very similar in the way that we approach how money works as um, a, a symbol in in our lives. You know, it's not a status symbol thing. We're not, we're not keeping up the Joneses with the Joneses type of people. But if you have one person who in a in a relationship who is and one person who isn't, it can cause problems. And of course, you know. A lot of it comes down to childhood and how money played out in our mindset. And sometimes we internalize that and continue those patterns. And sometimes we rebel against those patterns and do the opposite. But whatever it might be, it's important that you think about your own money story because that really does influence how you feel about making money and how you feel about business as well. You know, if you if you inherently think that there's never going to be enough money, that money is actually a bad thing, then running a business is always going to be very difficult because you have those internalized thoughts and feelings about money, that it's somehow dirty or bad and sales is wrong or bad. And that's always going to influence how you feel about your business. And if you don't feel positive and, um, you know, have a good feeling about money and about making money because it's not like just having a job where someone just pays a salary into your bank account you know you actively have to I I don't really like the word hustle but you know you actively have to chase or work at making money so uh, the action step for you today is this Uh, I want you to ask yourself what story do I tell myself about money you know how do I feel about money how much money do I, I I need to live the lifestyle that I really want to live. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to be wealthy. There's nothing wrong with wanting that sort of lifestyle. But I would say (laughs) that if making millions of dollars is the lifestyle that you do want, handmade business probably not the best choice (laughs) because it is very, very difficult to make large amounts of money running a handmade business if you are a sole trader. You know, if you leverage it, something and become like Jonathan Adler or someone else who doesn't just make their stuff anymore but becomes a brand and and get stuff made for them then maybe but for most of us we're never going to become super wealthy from running a handmade business it's more about a lifestyle that we choose we choose the lifestyle because we love to make something we choose it because we get 
we get other value out of that, not just the, the financial value. We get the lifestyle, perhaps being at working from home, not having to worry about employees. If you have kids being around for your kids, whatever it might be, generally speaking, we choose a handmade business more for lifestyle and creative fulfillment purposes rather than to be rich. Um, how much money do I want? So that's different to need. Need is how much you need to maintain your current lifestyle. Want is, do you want to improve that lifestyle? And how, this is an important one and a bit a bit scary, but how much money am I worthy of? And this comes back to your feelings of self-confidence and self-worth that we talked about last week. You may have this internalized idea that you're not worthy of being well off for some reason or another. Or perhaps the opposite. Maybe you think, yeah, I totally am. I'm awesome and I'm totally worth that. And that's going to help you if you do have that perspective because you're going to be very self-confident moving forward. So if you want more on this topic, um, I've got two resources for you. One is the podcast, episode 114. Go back and listen to that. It's The Starving Artist Myth with Kirsten Pressler. And if you're in the Thriver Circle, I've got a workshop that's this Uh, what I've talked about today, the money story, but in more depth called What's Your Money Story? And um, in that workshop, we cover some of what I covered, but go into more detail and and look at a few other aspects of money story as well. Before I wrap up, I just want to take this opportunity to give a huge thank you to all of the members of the Thriver Circle who have been actively participating in this course. You guys have given me some amazing feedback. So thank you so much for that. And huge thanks to everybody who's been sharing this course with their community. I really would love to get it out to as many people as possible. So if you haven't already, please do share it on Instagram, Facebook or wherever else and uh, let other people know about it and have the opportunity to work their way through the course and of course if you have any feedback for me so far i'd love to hear it you can email me jess at createandthrive.com as well and goodbye for today thanks for joining me for the making it pod course if you're enjoying the show i would love it if you would consider sharing it with your community on facebook and instagram remember to tag me at create and thrive so i can come over and say hello And if you want to take your learning to the next level and join me and hundreds of other amazing makers for the daily course conversation, come on over and become a member of the Thriver Circle, my private membership community for makers full of educational resources, workshops, courses, members-only podcasts, and regular live teaching events with me. I'm Jess Van Den, and I'll be back again tomorrow with your next lesson. Keep thriving, and goodbye for now.